0: My name is Sammy Ali, and you are listening to the QC Pod on the Night News. QC Pod features the people, projects, movements, and ideas that make up the Queens College community. To learn more, visit us at queenspodcastlab.org/slash QC Pod. Today, we log into the booming world of artificial intelligence and discuss its impact on technology, of course, but also you. Take a listen. As artificial intelligence becomes increasingly sophisticated and prevalent in our daily lives, it's natural to wonder about its potential to replace human workers, stifle creativity, and even create a reliance on robots. Artificial intelligence has been slowly introduced to our society from unlocking your phone with your face, personalizing your feet on social media to using digital voice assistants. But how will AI impact our future? Throughout this podcast, I'm going to talk about several AI programs that many would argue do exactly that. But first, let's take a step back and consider what exactly we mean when we talk about AI. To simplify it, AI, short for artificial intelligence, refers to the development of computer systems that can perform tasks that would normally require human intelligence. This can include learning, problem solving, and decision making. There are many different approaches to AI, ranging from narrow or weak AI, which is designed to perform a specific task, to strong or general AI, which has the potential to perform any intellectual task like a human. It is not about building a robot, but creating a computer mind that can think like a human. As I stated in the opening, there's discourse going on about whether or not AI software will replace human workers like me and you. Think for example, if an AI software wrote the script for this podcast. I mean who would want to listen to a podcast created by a robot? Well, now is probably a good time to tell you that that's exactly what you are doing. Up until this point, everything I've said was generated by an AI software called ChatGPT. I simply gave the software a prompt, I told it that I was making a podcast about artificial intelligence, and it generated that opening script for me. That's right, I had nothing to do with it. In fact, if I wanted to, I could have ChatGPT write me the entire script for this podcast, but I fear that'd be disingenuous to my work. Lucky for you, the remainder of this podcast will be my original work. I promise. ChatGPT's definition of AI isn't exactly wrong, but What if I told you that the single most pivotal moment for artificial intelligence can be linked to one specific move in a board game? Allow me to take you back to 2016 in Seoul, Korea. Computer scientists at Google had been working on this AI program called AlphaGo, and they wanted to put it to the test by having it play a game of Go against the reigning world champion, Lee Sedol. If you don't know what Go is, it's an ancient Chinese board game in which two players are given black and white stones with the goal of surrounding a bigger part of the board than their opponent. The game is described as more complex than chess, and get this, apparently the game has more possible moves than there are atoms in the universe. Naturally, when people heard about this match between the world champion and a computer, they flocked in the millions to watch this spectacle unfold. We have a resignation here. It could be that Lisa Dole has resigned. Yeah, Lee has. I, I'm, I'm getting word, Lee has resigned. Yes. So, as you said, a couple we, points yeah. behind after oh, I, I, You heard that right. The world champion Go player, Lisa Dole, resigned. In a best of five, Google's AI program, AlphaGo, won four games to Lisa Dole's one. AlphaGo's sheer dominance throughout this face off can be pinned to one unique decision it made during Game 2. Move 37. That's a very, that's a very surprising move. I thought, I thought it was, I thought it was a mistake. Um, You're probably wondering how uh, Google was able to develop AlphaGo to the extent of which it rivals world-class human players. Well, the answer to that is linked to what's known as machine learning. How this works is that Google's computer scientists fed AlphaGo hundreds of human played games of Go, and the program then studied those games, learned the rules of Go, and then used this background knowledge to form its own unique moves and in game decisions. With data. A lot of data pictures, music, words, spreadsheets, videos, and it doesn't look like it's going to slow down anytime soon. Machine learning brings the promise of deriving meaning from all of that data. In 2016, we were introduced to a machine learning concept known as Generative Adversarial Networks, or GAN for short. Now, a GAN is a type of artificial intelligence that is made up of two parts. generator and a discriminator. The generator creates fake data that looks realistic. For example, generating very convincing images of people or places. The discriminator's job is to tell the difference between real and fake data that the generator creates. Think of the generator as an artist creating a piece of art. Let's say a painting. Now, The discriminator can be described as the art critic, whose job is to give feedback to the artist on how to create a more realistic painting. As it relates to artificial intelligence, this process continues until the generator can create images that are virtually indistinguishable from real data. This is all very fascinating. But we can't talk about artificial intelligence without mentioning its legal and ethical implications. The most pressing of which come in the case of copyright infringement on computer-generated images and paintings. But the law says if you create something, you know, a work of authorship, you own it. Uh, if you take someone else's uh, copyrighted material and you add to it, then there's two copyrights on it. Uh, the original author and then what the second author who's added to it. So it depends. Uh, The Copyright Office though has also said that only humans can be authors. uh, Remember how I said that AlphaGo studied real, human-played games of Go to create its own, unique, in-game decisions? Well, that's also the case for AI-generated artwork. These AI programs are fed existing pieces of artwork and carefully study them to learn how to create their own pieces of artwork. The problem with this is that, sometimes, the AI is trained using real artwork without the artist's permission. Furthermore, the generated art that the AI produces often looks a lot like the original artist's work. The ethical issues don't end there. Think of a deepfake, which, if you don't know, is basically a type of GAN that can create realistic-looking video and audio of people doing or saying things that they never actually did or said. I can't be the only one who stumbled across that very realistic Tom Cruise deepfake on TikTok. Tom Cruise has become a viral hit on TikTok, or has he? That's freaky, man. We're living in freaky times right now. Looks exactly like Tom Cruise. Got yourself a traffic ticket? You could actually be defended by an AI lawyer in court. Attorneys could change from humans to artificial intelligence. That's right, a startup revealed that its first robot lawyer will go on a trial run in February. The concept was developed. You thought it stopped there? The AI program jukebox can generate music in any voice or style that you prompt it. Listen to this generated jazz song in the voice of Ella Fitzgerald. Oh, shake me up. I This brings us to the most recent AI breakthrough, which has completely taken the world by storm. ChatGPT. ChatGPT is an AI software that can generate human-like text with a high degree of coherence and fluency. Today, I used it to generate the opening script for this podcast. Tomorrow, students will probably use it to write an essay that bypasses plagiarism detectors. All you have to do to use it is give it a prompt. Just ask it to do whatever you want. The more specific, the better. Yeah, so large language models are one of the most exciting developments in the last few years. These are models that have been trained pretty much on everything that's been written down, everything that's on a web page. Um, the result of now, of course, with any groundbreaking piece of AI comes many concerns, and ChatGPT is certainly no exception. For one, the program has no barrier to entry. To use it, all you need is access to the internet. Naturally, this can lead to the program being misused, whether through students using it to pass their finals or internet frauds generating deepfake texts to impersonate someone. To address this, a couple of solutions have been proposed. The most popular and likely idea is that people want to see ChatGPT and other services like it charge some sort of paid subscription. The nature of this argument is rooted in the fact that they don't believe that just anyone should have access to ChatGPT's capabilities. Another solution that has been proposed is government regulation of AI programs like ChatGPT. This could include measures such as setting guidelines for how the technology can be used, as well as implementing oversight and accountability mechanisms to ensure that the technology is being used ethically and responsibly. Some have even suggested that AI developers should be required to undergo training and certification to ensure that they have the necessary knowledge to create these systems. The White House has yet to release any official statement on AI regulations. However, the European Union has actually proposed a set of ethical guidelines for AI development that focus on areas such as transparency, accountability, and human oversight. Listen, all of that is very important but with the groundbreaking nature of this new technology it's hard not to think that we are bearing witness to something special it can be said that these inevitable technological advancements not only make us stronger but also smarter so with that being said i'd like to end this podcast on a less ominous note okay I just asked ChatGPT to write me a short children's story about a white turtle and a kangaroo. Here's what it gave me. Once upon a time, in a beautiful green forest, lived a white turtle named Timmy. Timmy loved living in the forest. He loved swimming in the clear stream and basking in the warm sun on a big rock. But Timmy had one big problem he was very slow. One day, Timmy was taking a stroll in the forest when he came across a kangaroo named Karen. Karen was very fast and she loved to jump and play. Timmy was envious of Karen's speed and asked her to teach him how to jump. Karen was happy to help and taught Timmy how to use his strong legs to jump and play. With practice and determination, Timmy became a great jumper. He was able to hop up around the forest just like Karen. They became the best of friends, exploring the forest and having lots of fun together. But one day, while they were out exploring, a fire broke out in the forest. Timmy and Karen were trapped and had to find a way out fast. Timmy remembered all the jumping he had learned and used his strong legs to hop to safety. Karen was impressed and thanked Timmy for saving her. From that day on, Timmy and Karen were known as the fastest friends in the forest. They continued to explore and have adventures together, but most importantly, Timmy learned that being different is something to be proud of. The end. You have been listening to QC Pod the podcast about all things Queens College. We're on Twitter at pod, and on the web at queenspodcastlab.org slash pod. Our theme music is Lake Monsters by John Flansberg of They Might Be Giants. My name is Sammy Ali, and thank you so much for listening.